Hello and welcome to the Bridge City Church podcast. If you would like to get connected, you can find us on Facebook at Bridge City Church or come along to our Sunday service at 10am. We'd love to have a coffee and a chat. We hope you enjoy this week's message. See you at church. I'm going to talk to you about joy. Joy. Who here has been in church for 15, 20 plus years? Great. Great. You're not even old enough, Hugo. Eight years. Oh, wow. There you go. Um, who remembers, which probably became a Sunday school song, but I remember in my Sunday school, oh dear. I'm sorry for those that this is punishment, but I love it. But this song popped into my head. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in my heart. Got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart to say and I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus down in my heart, and I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. Just in case you've ever wondered why I'm not on the praise and worship team, you've been answered. Joy. (laughs) Joy. It's an interesting um, word, and it's something that... um, I think can be one of the most attractive things of us Christians to those that aren't Christians. Joy. See, joy and happiness can seem similar. Both are good, blissful experiences. Happiness, however, is a self-focused emotion tied to getting what we want. Joy is a gift given to us that we accept so it get given to us when we accept Jesus as our saviour. It is a spiritual result of our connection with Jesus and happiness is a temporary and subjective to our circumstances and what's going on around us. See, joy is an externally based and based on Jesus. So we can be in our deepest valleys and still find joy. We can be in the worst circumstances in our life and still find joy. If I think back to one of the things I loved about Pastor Vic was he was a man of joy. No matter what was going on, he had joy deep down in his heart all the time. You know, I, um, um, I'm in the process of opening up a second store um, down at Brighton, and, um, and, and, and with that comes a lot of worry, stress, and other bits and pieces, and Friday morning, I woke up at just before 5.30, about 20 past five, to a notification on my phone, and about eight missed phone calls from my security, where, unfortunately, my building got broken into at Brighton, and you know, that's a pretty sucky thing to happen when you're waking up to read that. 
and go, oh my goodness. I mean, it was one of those consequential things where the power was cut and, and then one of my senses went off and then another sense went off and as soon as I saw that, I just knew before I'd even spoken to anybody that, hey, I've been broken into. Um, and, um, you know, that has the potential, if you allow it, to take away your joy, take away your happiness. And, um, and I kind of thought it was co- coincidental that, in fact, I'm preaching on joy this morning, that, <laughs> you know, that all teamed in together. But, you know, I could be so, so fixed on the negativity of why would that happen to me? I mean, I'm serving you, God. I'm preaching on Sunday. Um, why? This isn't fair. You're supposed to bless me abundantly and answer all my prayers. And, and But why? 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 And, um, you know, and I could concentrate on all of that. And in between being really angry initially, you know, chucking some clothes on and speeding off. I didn't speed, just for the record. I drove casually to Adelaide. Um, uh, my brother, thankfully, was there um, within minutes. Um, but, um, you know, to Adelaide and a and, and whole mix of emotions. And, and on the way there, I decided I wasn't going to let it get me down. I just made that, look, no, God, you know what? It doesn't matter. It's just a window. It's just stuff. We'll find out what's going on. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter. And I made that mental decision to not let it rob me of my joy. And instead, I made a decision of going, all right, God, what can I get out of this? So, I, you know, um, one of the, the most amazing blessings is, guess what I was already going to be there at 7.45 a.m. to do? To get the windows replaced because they had scratches in it. So it would have to be the quickest window fix in the record of break-ins because literally that morning it got broken into and at 7.45 I had already booked the windows to be replaced. And you kind of go, like, you could get really angry or you can start going, all right, God, where are the little bits of you in all of this? And so, so start holding on to, to those things. And, um, and so we can let things, though, pull us down. You know, that's one circumstance. But I also know that every, everyone in this room is going through their own set of circumstances. No bigger no more little, no more than anyone else. We're all going through our own stuff, our own losses, our own burdens, our own things. But I think it's all about, when we become Christians, about the perspective we have when going through those valleys. Is my perspective, God, why have you left me? Why is this happening to me? Poor me. You don't love me anymore. Is our perspective that or is, you know what, I mean, I remember um, um, Pastor Vic saying, the worst thing that can happen to me is I die and I get to go home to be with my saviour. I mean, and that is it. As us Christians, that is the fundamental, the worst case scenario that can happen to us. But if we try to see Jesus in everything, we can see the joy. James 1, 2 to 3 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Perseverance. 
I don't know about you, but I want to be a Christian that has that perseverance. I, um, I think back to people that I would consider just going, do you know what, if I could be like you when I'm older, I want to be like that. Um, I, um, oh. Sorry. I didn't even think I was going to cry over this one. Give me a sec. I was thinking of John Flattery. Yeah. Um, I can't believe it. You know, just week in, week out. Lindsay, week in, week out. Coming, serving God, faithfully praying. God, you know, I want that type of perseverance. That no matter what's going on around me, I'm going to keep on rocking up, keep on praying, keep on, keep on serving. You know, we live in a world where you could be forgiven if the joy was taken. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on in and around us. And as it says in John 10, it says that the thief's purpose is to steal, kill and destroy. The enemy wants to destroy our joy. And if we look at statistically speaking in Australia, for a country that's blessed with so much stuff, so much abundance, so much wealth, that even if you're poor in this country, you're rich compared to the rest of the world, that according to Beyond Blue, Beyond Blue one in seven Australians will experience depression in their lifetime. And one quarter of Australians will experience anxiety condition in their lifetime and one in six Australians is currently experiencing depression or anxiety or both. And being the fact that as a Christian one of the fruits of the Spirit is joy, I could imagine even sometimes as Christians that if we're not feeling joy... We are feeling depressed. We are feeling sad. I could even imagine, as for Christians, we could even, even potentially layer a level of guilt on top of that. Because we're supposed to be filled with joy. We're supposed to be happy. And so, so and I think the unfortunate compounding effect of that is, is that that takes away even more joy um, if you're making yourself feel guilty. If I um, think about the Bible, there's plenty of heroes of the faith that went through their trials of ups and downs. And I think no better than David in the Psalms, who would start off with all his concerns and pressures and the bad things that was happening, but he would always come to a place of rejoicing in the joy of God. Even though I walk through the, the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me always comes down to a place of sure foundation of God. So if you've got your Bibles today, I'm going to go to John chapter 15, verse 7. It says, But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want, and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. 
So, if you remain in me, and my words remain in you, and you ask anything you want, you will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. One of the greatest commandments, if you remember in Matthew 28, is therefore go make disciples of all nations, baptise them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go make more disciples. But to, to make more disciples, you've got to be a disciple. And it's saying here that if you're a true disciple, we're going to produce much fruit. Which makes me think of the fruits of the Spirit. If we go to Galatians 5, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Self-control. One of the fruits is joy. Joy. So if we're going to be a good disciple, we need to have joy in our lives. If we go on and read the, read the verse, it goes, I have loved you even as a father has loved me. R- remain in my love, and when you obey my commandments, you will remain in my love. Just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in His love, I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. As I have loved you. When you obey my commandments, when you obey my commandments, So we need to, when we obey my commands, remain in love. So just as I obey my Father's commandments um, and remain in love. The greatest commandment the Lord says is you must love your God with all our hearts. All your soul, your mind and strength. And the second is equally important. Love your neighbour as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. I remember as a teenager listening to a sermon, and I think it's relatively common because I've seen it a few times, where they do a, an abbreviation of the word joy and how to get joy. And it's this simple one, but it was Jesus, others, yourself. And if you think about the greatest commandment, that is, that is it. We need to love Jesus first, then others and then ourselves. So how do we get our joy back? We need to love Jesus first. Love others and then ourselves. If I think about the very fact of why we can even have joy, it's because of this. Jesus. See, Jesus is the foundation of our joy. Without Christ... We are lost. If we look at Luke 10, Luke 2, verse 10, when the angels are talking, um, they say, um, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. See, Jesus is going to cause great joy. Philippians 4, verse 4 says, Always be full of joy in the Lord, and I again I say, rejoice. See, Jesus is our sure foundation, and without, without Christ, we have nothing. Without Christ, we have nothing. 
Psalm 62 says, Truly he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. My salvation and my honour depends on God. He is my mighty rock, my refuge. Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. This morning, if you're struggling with joy, the first thing I can encourage you to do is to turn back to Jesus. Talk to Jesus. Worship him. I think sometimes for me, when I'm feeling at a place where I just feel dry, sad, and away, just sometimes coming to a place where I just worship him and sing to Jesus starts to restore some of my joy. Starts to restore some of my joy. Reading his word, praying to him. The next thing that can restore our joy is when we start thinking about others. 2 Corinthians 8, 1 to 3 says, And now, my brothers and sisters, you want to know about your grace God has given you to the um, Macedonian churches. In the midst of very severe trials, their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty welled up with great generosity. For I testify that they gave as much as they were able to and even beyond their abilities. Give out to others around you. I think first of all, focus on Jesus. And then the second thing is, focus on others. If you don't know who that is, just look around. There's plenty of others around here that you can shout them a coffee, buy them a cake, or just be there for a conversation. Focus on others. And then the last thing is before, if you come back to that scripture is where it talked about is love Jesus, love God with all your heart, and then love the others. And then the last thing is when he talked about yourself. Put yourself last, which is very, very contradictory to our society. Everything is about me, myself, me, what I want to buy for myself. But put yourself last. Another abbreviation that um, we got from, I, I, that uh, I, I listened to a sermon a little while ago from Dr. Yus- Michael, Dr. Michael Yusuf. That one. Get it the right way around. Um, and he had another abbreviation that he used for joy, and I thought it was quite true. And instead of doing the O for others, it was basically saying, if you put G, J is Jesus, O is Neil, and wise yourself and say that nothing gets between you and Jesus. Nothing between yourself and Jesus. And I think that's another powerful thing you can do to keep your joy. Keep nothing between you and Jesus. You know, one of the most attractive things of our faith is, I think, our Joy. Joy in the good times and joy in the bad times. I, um, I also think for me, if I think about my salvation, that's the thing that I've always tried to keep in perspective through the, the, the bad times is going, you know, no matter what, God, I am saved. I was a sinner, but now I am saved.
Luke 15, 7 says, I tell you, there'll be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous people who need no repentance. See, that is the ultimate joy, our point of salvation. I did want to this morning give an opportunity um, for anybody that goes, you know what, I actually don't know Christ the way I should know him. Or maybe I once knew him, but I don't know him. And um, I just want to give any, everyone an opportunity this morning that if you do want to follow Jesus and you do want to try find that foundation of joy, give you an opportunity to give your heart to Christ. It's a simple thing. It's a decision. It's a decision that says, Jesus, I trust you in everything. No longer am I going to live for myself but I'm going to live for you. And it's accepting the fact that when he died on the cross, he became that perfect sacrifice for our sins. So this morning, I'm going to ask all you Christians to pray. And this morning, I want to give you an opportunity, if you would like to respond to that, and this morning, maybe that's the time for you to give your heart to Christ. So if that's you this morning, why don't you give me a wave, and I'd love to pray with you. Fantastic, thank you. That's great. That's awesome. You know, I um, preparing for this sermon, I always pray. I just wanted to pray for one person because, you know, that is a point where you're going to receive an, an amazing, sure foundation. Not going to mean life is going to go perfect, doesn't mean problems aren't going to happen, but you can rely on Christ. The next thing I wanted to do is I did want to pray for us. You know, I look across this room, there's a lot of people I've been doing life with for a long time, some not so, so long. Um, and one of the realities is, is that life can grind you down. The thief can continually try to steal that joy, just continually, 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 continually. Just a little bit just a little bit, a little bit of hurt, pain, brokenness. Maybe as a leader in the church did something that created an offence. Maybe it was a friend that you trusted that broke your heart. Maybe it was a loss of something so dear to your heart. But slowly there's these little things in life that can take away your joy. When this sermon dropped onto my heart, the biggest thing was that God put in my heart is he wants to restore the joy of his people. You know, for those that have been in the church for a little while, we've had a pretty hard few years. And then through, I just felt like coronavirus was just like, oh, here we go again. You know, another thing to have to deal with, just one thing after another, and it just continually knock you, knock you, knock you. And... Um, I really, really want you to walk out of this place remembering Christ, fixing your eyes back to him. But also, I think probably the biggest thing is, like when I've dro drove to Adelaide and I've had very, very non-Christian thoughts um, about the chaps that broke into my shop to coming full circle to a place of going, you know what, God... I trust you.
You're my foundation. Do you know what? They could have gutted my shop, but who cares? Christ, you are my hope. You are my centre. It's just stuff. And this morning, I want to give you all an opportunity that, hey, if you feel like you've been kicked in the guts a few times and you feel like your joy has been taken, that's okay. You are human. But that's also why Christ came for us, because we are human. So, so, so this morning, if you would too want to go, I just want that joy back. I would love to pray with you. So this morning, if that's you, I just want you to go, yeah, I'm one of those people. I want to be prayed for this morning. So if you would like to go, Christ, I want some joy back in my life. Why don't you just give me a wave? I'm not going to, thank you. That's great. Thank you. That's awesome. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Just means you're human. You know, and um, I really want to pray for you. Is there anyone else this morning that wants to be prayed for for joy? Okay, great. So those that put your hands up, I'm not going to get you to come down, but I just want you to put your hands out in front of you. And the rest of the church, I invite you to do the same. And I just want you to repeat after me because it's nothing that I do in praying for you. It's about what the Holy Spirit can do in your heart. So, Father God, I just pray this morning, Lord, that the Holy Spirit will come into my heart. I make a decision this morning not to focus on my circumstances, but Lord, I make a decision to focus on you. May you change my perspective this morning, Jesus. May you lift my eyes from what's just in front of me, but may you lift my eyes to fix on you, Father. And Lord Jesus, I pray this morning you restore the joy back to our hearts, Lord, as it is one of the fruits Lord, that, that you say of having the Holy Spirit in our hearts, Lord, I just pray you give us our joy back. Give us that gift, that, that fruit of the Spirit back to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, I thought it was absolutely appropriate to finish with a song. But this time, I need a little bit more involvement. So it's not just me. What are you looking so scared about, Dana? <laughs> so, on the count of three, we're going to teach the kids our Sunday school song that we grew up with. Uh, kids, are you ready? No. Yes, you are. Okay. All right. One, two, three. I've had the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Where? And I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart to stay. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. Guys, I want you to have a blessed week. Focus on Jesus and remember this week, live in the joy that Christ has given us. Amen.
Thanks for listening to this week's message. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure you subscribe to stay up to date with all our latest sermons. If you would like to get connected, you can find us on Facebook at Bridge City Church. Or come along to our Sunday service at 10am. 